a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. I don't mean to stress you, dear listeners, but you have exactly five days left to decide who you are going to vote for in the municipal elections on Sunday. To provide you the information you need to decide, we dive into the plans, the concepts and sometimes only vague ideas of the local politicians on how to improve the life in Luxembourg City. Today we talk about mobility. And our guests, both male today, I apologize, come from the Luxembourg Socialist Workers' Party, LSAP, and the Alternative Reform Party, ADR. They are from different sides of the political spectrum and also in terms of mobility, the ideas are very different. We start today's local matters with Gabriel Boissonti of the LSAP. In your election manifesto, you say you want to link the existing neighborhoods in Luxembourg City by constructing or by building pedestrian and cycling paths. Mm -hmm. Safe ones, I safe, safe, <laughs> safe, safe. Mm, how could this look like? Where would you take the space from? Exactly the way you worded that question makes the mobility a challenge. You say, where are you going to take the space? When we speak about mobility, we we have to change our wording and our way of thinking. And sorry, I absolutely don't want to lecture you, but we are not taking anything from anyone. We are just making a public shared space safer, more intelligent, more modern, and more efficient. So we're not taking anything. We are making. And it changed a lot of things because when we see during the debate, every time we work, and I will answer your question, but every, th every time we speak about making bike lanes, you see some parties that are like, yeah, but you're against uh, car drivers. Mm, no. When we speak about parkings in, uh, and, and, and parking spots in the city that retailers are, are, are requesting, then some, uh, some of the of, uh, of, uh, bike defenders would say, you're against the bike because you're pro-car. No, we are not. We have to, we have to, to really and, and honestly see what is the state of our city, what are the accessibility challenges from the people that live in the city and also that are not living in the city. Because... We are the capital of Luxembourg. We are, we are a European capital. We have to be accessible. We have to, have to be accessible by train, by car, by bus, by plane also, but I hope people are coming a little bit more far away than just uh, Bertrand or Nidorfen by, by plane. Um, so we have to think, it, to think about it globally. But the main point is safety. You said it, it's safety. I do live here in, uh, in, uh, in between Ham and, and Bonvoir. I, I, I ride uh, above, uh, above 100 kilometers per week per bike because it's my, main, uh, uh, it's my main way of transport. I cannot drive and take my bike with my kids to go to certain areas without feeling extremely insecure for them. For myself, I'm just an adult and maybe I just don't care with the time or I feel more experienced. But I'm, if we want to promote the bike, if we want to promote... Uh, uh, an, an, an eco-friendly type of uh, type of mobility. We have to we have to offer a space, a, a safe ways, safe offers. And as I said, we have 24 neighborhoods. There is 
no grid of major bike lanes that is homogeneous and that is, that is making the link between those 24. I'm not saying that we have to have bike lanes, one bike lane in every single street of Luxembourg. That is not doable, definitely. But I want people that, are, that live in Ham to be able to go in Bel Air without being just protected by a line of white paint that is completely taken off the road because the buses and the car drove on it, which shows how not safe they are and useless they are. So if we have that offer, if we can offer safety, that's already a big, big win you know, for, um, for promoting alternative mobility. And when I say alternative mobility, other mobility than cars. Public transport is also a big thing. We see statistically that I think it was 35 or 40 percent of the cars are used for less than 45 kilometers. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We have to ask ourselves the question, why? I'm not saying that the people are ridiculous that are using those cars. Absolutely not. They have the right to choose whatever, whatever the type of transportation they want. But it's in our strategy, in our hands, that we have to understand and to ask ourselves, why are they using those cars for so short, for, so, for such short distances? Is the, off, the actual offer sufficient? Do we have to work on the public transportation? Why are they not using bikes? So um, this, um, this system of grids has to happen on, all the, on, on the main axes, has to be also linking the city with the neighborhood commune, like Esperange, like Strassen, like Bertrange, because of course, those are big, um, big pools of, uh, of, uh, of inhabitants, of workers that are coming into the city every morning and leaving the city every night. So to be able you know, to offer them also the possibility to leave the car or leave the public transportation and take a safe way with their bikes to their, uh, to their, to their, to their work, to their friends, to the city, to the new shops that we will open, uh, that will open in the Gare area, for example. Mm, these challenges have been there and have been known for several decades, I guess. And um, there have been quite in-depth analysis too. We have this uh, very large national mobility plan that also enters the municipalities. It's not only um, outside of the city. Um, so if you say this needs to be analyzed, I guess it has already been analyzed, but where still the same question as I had before, where and how concretely would you realize these projects that sound great? Uh, those, the, the Plan National de Mobilité is as said on a national level. The Plan Local de Mobilité to develop a charter on, for example, how a bike lane should look Sorry, where is it? Where is it? What is, what is the definition for the city of Luxembourg of a safe bike lane? We don't have it. So we have to start with this already to define what does need, what's the size, where they should be, to draw a plan on the plan of the city, on the map of the city, where is going to be that grid. This is where you start. We have to, of course, make it match with the necessities of work because we are not going to open the whole city uh, the whole uh, the, the whole city and uh, and get rid uh, of thousands of parking spots and opening the roads and being ready for 10 years of hard work no, no, no not at all this is those are light infrastructures work if they are done 
synchronized with the technical with the technical requirements that needs to happen and, and works that needs to happen in the in the next in the next years on in Luxembourg. And there are a lot. There are a lot that that are already planned. But take a map, draw the lines, draw the lines with all the technical service. But if you don't have the will, you will not even sit on the table saying, where could we do it? And uh, and it sounds super super easy and quite a little bit uh, you know uh, almost uh, simple. But it's not that complicated. Most of the time, a big decision is a simple is a simple is a simple thing. But it needs will. But it needs a strategy. But it needs an objective. It needs courage sometimes. But it really needs a positioning. This is ours. Um, so you also opt for uh, an optimized parking strategy. Would that follow the same logic? Of course. Of course, an optimized parking strategy. For ex um, in the city, you have, of course, you have different uh, developers and uh, not developers, but you have different um, companies that are running uh, the different parking lots. Why do we have so many different types of, uh, of pricing? Why don't we have one type of ticket? Why don't we have one system of payment everywhere that is more modern? Why don't we have... Where, reta where retails uh, areas are more um, more hand in hand work with the circulation and the parking spots that could be short term parking spot. If you want to stay long, go in a, go in a parking or go park a little bit outside of the city. But if you're here for 45, one hour, one hour, maybe 30 minutes, where are those parking spots where people just jump in, jump out of the city and make also a roulement? Of course, if we want to promote mobility and say, listen. We have alternative, but we'll never get rid completely of some of them. Look, the strategy, for example, I take a city that I like. It's called Saint Sebastien. It's called uh, Saint Jean de Luz in France. The whole city center has no, for example, no parking spot that you can stay more than 30 minutes. Why? To help the retailer, because there are, there are only food shops there where people go in, they know they can have access, and it's a small city center, most of the people are living uphill or a little bit outside of the city. So if you want to stay for the day, you have a lot of parking houses all around, so then you take the bus, then you take the bikes, and then you, or you walk, you enjoy the, 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 the life in the city, and for all the other parking spots, it's only short term, and then you get a fine if you stay longer. Why can't we think about those, those, um, those parts? We just see that, We're taking away parking spots, so we're good. We're doing, we're making more spots for taxi and then uh, and for the police, and the retailers are like, okay, so where our potential clients are going to go? And in that strategy, it's also how comes we had a moment where we had three of the major uh, parking houses here in the city that were closed or in renovation. How comes? <laughs> I think I think this is the most absurd things. That the Knoedler was was almost completely completely closed due to the renovation works, and we are very happy that they're finished. But still, this is just refusing to see the truth. The of course the Rosegärtchen is closed because there was a, there was a car that burned, and the city couldn't do apparently anything to make the to make the the whole administrative process and the work starts earlier. So it's going to be closed for almost five years, which is once again ridiculous. And then the, the parking Saint Esprit got uh, requisitioned, got taken away by uh, by some uh, by the by the Minister of Finance. What is the attractivity of the city there? Where is the where is the where is the possibility? So and what has been done to compensate this? Except of saying 
Yeah, you know, bad luck. Nothing. Thank you, Gabriel Boissante. You're welcome. Thank you very much. That was Gabriel Boissante, candidate for the LSAP, talking about their mobility concept. Our second guest today is Tom Weidig, candidate for the Luxembourg City ADR. Whereas most parties plead for less cars and more soft mobility in the city, the RDL wants to maintain the number of available parking and not ban cars from the city. However, we have many people who are fed up with traffic, with being in traffic jams and with bypassing traffic in front of their houses in their city. Um, how do you aim to solve the traffic problem if not via reducing cars? Yes, so I would say that, yeah, uh, we love cars, but I also love my bikes and I love uh, walking. So I, I love all three and I do whatever fits me best. So so I think we, we as a party, we are often quite wary about centralistic policies. So just say, oh, I think zone 30 is the answer. Or like the answer is a, 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 no cars. I, I think it's probably best to give our citizens the, the possibility to, to, to choose by themselves which transport mean is the most appropriate. So I think that's our, our core philosophy is we distrust centralistic approaches to, to solve problems. In some cases, yes, in others, we think it's not worth it. Then, uh, sorry sorry yeah, for the interruption. Yeah, yeah, no you mean um, like, for instance, the mobility plan, the national mobility plan that now is also very local? Or Yeah, yeah, I think we should not say, okay, let's take away this this option for the citizens to, to move around because we think uh, by taking that option away, we will help things. Yeah, We believe that every citizen has the best possible information about his situation and to actually choose the best means of transportation for him or herself. That's kind of like the, uh, the, the, the difference between a centralistic uh, a choice or like a local cho uh, a choice. It, it's a bit like the communist economy uh, where you have a central plan that dictates who does what. And the capitalist approach which said that everyone does whatever they feel is the best. So in terms of mobility, we are more We are for the choice of the individual uh, people. I think that in general, of course, uh, mobility will never be solved <laughs> because you always need to go f from uh, from A to B, always. So um, which role would buses and tram trains take in your mobility concept? Would you invest in these means? Um, so we actually believe that at the moment the bus system works quite well in Luxembourg City. So I think we would try to keep it as it is because it works by breaking a working system. What we certainly don't want to have is to reduce a number of parking spaces in our towns. Yeah. 
You also, you already said it a bit, you also want to promote cycling. Um, however, you oppose these new cycling streets where, cy where cyclists have the pyro priority and cars are not allowed to pass them. But people, a lot of people don't take the bike for now because they feel it's too dangerous cycling in the city. How then would you improve this um, the cycling lane network and the security for cyclists? I think one problem with cycling in the Luxembourg city and it's obviously uh, it's not always flat. That is a big, big problem. Obviously, if it's not flat, when I lived in Cambridge, it was I, 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 I was biking every day because it was flat. It was okay. But here, I think it's much harder. So, yeah, I mean, people say that, that they would cycle more if you have those streets. Um, I do not believe that. I think it's more that people who are already cycling, that they're scared of when cars are taking them over. So I think it's more a matter uh, not of actually having more people on the streets uh, uh, who cycle when you have those kinds of streets. But I th think it's more that that's the active cyclists would like to, to, to reduce the risk of an accident. So, as, as, so basically, I would reframe it a bit. Um, I think the other, yeah, I as a car driver also, and as a, and as a cyclist, I actually used to <laughs> cycle quite a lot, also in the Alps, so I kind of know what cycling is about. But I think, um, yeah, I, I, I just can't handle it like waiting for the cyclists like to to, to uh, uh, the whole street like to just wait I uh, yeah I would like to take him over but I can't take him over or her because I can't so I'm I get frustrated and I, I, I I'm a cyclist and I'm a car driver but I would hear say I think the, uh, the, the car driver uh, should be able to take over if it is safe obviously I would be on the side of the car driver. Yeah. So does that mean that you wouldn't invest in bicycle infrastructure? No, not necessarily. If you have a if you have a good, safe a plan on like on like having like a bike lane, I think that's fine. No, no, no. I think that's fine to do that, but I don't think it should be like. Overdoing it is not good. Yeah, I think the problem is really it should, should be about the balance between all means of transportation. Yeah, I actually also have to say that when we discussed this topic in our committee, several um, elderly ladies, let's put it like that, they were heavily complaining about those ruthless bikers. The cyclists who are actually like um, driving in front of us, that I'm endangering them also. So, so I think it's not just an issue uh, a car against cyclists; it's also an issue uh, uh, cyclists against pedestrians, uh, 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 and I'm mostly elderly people. So um, yeah, yeah. So I think also the cyclists need to take some responsibility for safety of other people. And you as a politician, how would you um, make people more responsible 
I think cyclists, uh, but also, but also pe people with like e-rollers, uh, 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 like e-bikes, and so on. I think that all those people, they probably need to. Um, this is should, should be a campaign uh, 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 um, educating someone like safe driving. I actually have to admit that uh, that also me as a cyclist, I also sometimes take some shortcuts because it's just more convenient. So, yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah. That was Tom Weidig, the candidate for the Luxembourg City ADR. We talked about their solutions for mobility in the city, more responsibility and free choices. That was Local Matters with Francisca Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on Ara City Radio, 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on aracityradio.com.